from grain to glass. This show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I am Casey. I am Brian. This is the best beer show on the internet. Mm-hmm. Catchphrase. <laughs> there it go. There you go, mate. So, Brian, what have you been up to beer-related this week? Oh, beer-related. Um, well, let's see. Yeah. Um, I went to... Uh, I was in uh, Rochester, and I can't remember if we talked about this, but I went to uh, three... Or I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I went to Rochester, and I went to one brewery there, and then I was in uh, Northfield, Minnesota, and I went to... Three breweries there. Oh, okay. I don't think I talked about it last time. I think I just totally I, forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, I do not think you did. Yeah. So, uh, Imminent, I went to that one, and then uh, Tanzenwald, uh, and then Chapel. Uh, and they were all really, really neat, unique um, little breweries. Uh, I think all three were 10 barrel systems. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah, it was uh, very, very interesting. Got a little, little, backroom tour of them and it's just really re- cool to see how people use the the space and these different yeah. breweries and do what they can with it and then uh chapel was uh in a um a little uh <clears throat> obviously a church chapel oh okay uh, that's the, cool the tap room and then there's like a little um building off of the church that has the brew house in it so. i like it when they can like repurpose existing buildings to yeah. Make some really interesting tap rooms. It definitely looked like a chapel on the inside. It was cool. Yeah. It's the right kind of church. Tell exactly. you what. <laughs> Indeed. So drank some good beers there and had a had a fun time. All right. That's sweet. <coughs> what about you? Oh, man. Um, let's see. I went to the uh, Oktoberfest at Rush River last Ooh. Saturday and was very disappointed. Uh-oh. Uh, they ran out of Bratwurst. And Oktoberfest. <laughs> the two things I wanted at Oktoberfest they did Son not have. <laughs> was it it was that that crazy? I I don't it, it must have been. Like oh. I mean it was a really nice day. What time did you uh I, I got there about uh I guess it was like two two thirty, maybe three, like somewhere in there. Like uh so it wasn't like and it started at noon, so it wasn't super late into it, and it was supposed to go until like eight. Mm. So yeah, did that for a while. I still had some other beers. The beers were good, but I was really looking forward to some Oktoberfest. And they don't brew an Oktoberfest, so it was like Oktoberfest that they brought in. Yeah, and I think we we either had an Oktoberfest or did we have the Vienna Lager? I think you guys had the the Vienna on there. I think that they specifically requested that one and not an Oktoberfest. I think because I, I our Oktoberfest just was really fucking good this it year. It was really good and. Uh, it just it flew. It is. It was just gone. So um, I, I drank a lot of it too. <laughs> I think that's part of it. The employees we all made kind of a dent in it. <laughs> it tends to happen. Well, yeah, you know the beer's really good when it's the one that the employees are reaching yeah. for constantly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's like it's it's just perfect. It was like dry and it had uh, you know six percent um, excellent Weinstefaner lager character to it, and that aromatic malt really just all right. Tied that shit together. Very good. Uh, let's see. Other than that, I uh, went up to Bobtown yesterday. Got a burger and some beers. Bobtown is awesome. Bobtown is fantastic. 
reasonably priced food. Yeah. And like and then I have a buddy who lives in Roberts and he didn't even know it existed. You know, people always <laughs> they're like, What? Really? Well it's it's in this like super unassuming building. Yeah, and it's it's at the wrong end of Main Street. Yeah. Exact the exact opposite end and it's across from this like old like grain co op. Yep. It's <laughs> It looks like a dusty, like, ghost town. You know, it's weird. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, so that was good. Uh, Rick was in town this week, so we recorded an episode that'll go out some... Uh, it's one of those episodes where we just kind of bullshitted, drank some homebrew, and didn't really talk about anything. So a week that we don't have an episode, I'll drop that one. There like, you go. Just a little backup secret, in the pocket. Secret episode. Right? Uh, yeah, so he brought uh, some beer that he wor- that he was brewing, so you guys can hear about that. Um, and there are some issues with it, guys. Uh-oh. We talk about it on the show. It's oh, actually no. it's actually a really good like dive into what the fuck went wrong. <laughs> uh, and then uh, he also brought some beer uh, from the brewery he's working at up there, uh, Copper State. Copper State, my right. <clears throat> yeah. Um, is he, what's he doing? Tap room in? Or he's he... doing tap room right now. Got yep. it. Uh, and he's hoping to transition to the brewery side. So I got so, into it. Yep. Uh, and yeah, so he's he's doing that. He brought. Uh, Brought uh, their uh, their New England style IPA, um, and then their Oktoberfest, which we're going to try on DOO after this. So. Ooh, yeah, nice. I'm excited. Yeah, so we got some beers. Um, other than that, I, I mean, that was quite a bit of stuff. But other than that, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Regular boring life. Uh, oh no, I did board game night at Pitchfork. That's, oh dude, was, oh man, I had a oh, God, I always have a blast at board game nights. Besides, you know. Board game nights are a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, any new group that I can play Secret Hitler with is uh, fucking awesome. Well, yeah, because as soon as the group changes, you have no idea what's God, going it's just on. Such a wild card. Fucking Ethan. <laughs> Man, for a guy who, who has horrible dice rolls in D&D, like he drew the Hitler card three times. He did. <laughs> and he kept telling us, but nobody believed nobody him. Nobody believed him. He told me right away. And I was like, I should have listened to him last <laughs> time when he told me. And I was like, there's no way he has it twice. Oh, God. Unreal. All right. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, no, I don't know. I, that's fun. I've and I've seen more and more breweries doing uh, board game nights and stuff like that, which yeah. is good. Well, and I don't. I mean, it's I hate to say it, but it's a rare occasion that like I'm like, oh, I can I have some time to go just chill out and sit at um, uh, Pitchfork or you know Swinging yeah. Bridge or whatever because I'm just you're busy. busy. Um, but yeah, it was like good. This is an excuse to get up there and try it. And might you know what? That Oktoberfest was really good. Yeah, that Oktoberfest was really good. You can tell there was a uh, like a fresh hop quality to it, or fresh er. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, you can tell he uses whole cone. Like yeah, the how like the fragrant you know hop character to it. It, it just it was like a, a nice. It was a treat. It was a good. Uh, it's good. Yeah, I really like their Oktoberfest, yeah. and they made a ton of it this year. Just good. It, yeah. It's one of their. It biggest. always runs out. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like distributors wanted in the warehouse in like August because they want to start pushing it. You know, because it's pe- so early for October. Well, I know. Like the minute it turns from August to September, it's just like a like a, a switch yep. flips in the country, or and everybody's like, "I need the October." Yeah, and dark beer. So eh, it is what it is. All right. Um. So we're gonna taste some tropical stout. Uh. Not just tropical stout. Uh, this is tropical stout that I aged in uh, or with some oak chips for uh, not not too long. It was like two weeks on the oak, I think. So, um, which is it's style sixteen C. Uh, oh, I should send you or I'll just add it to the uh, uh, the notes. Uh, 
notes there. There's the Brewtoad uh, link. Ah, thank you. Yes. All right. Um. Yeah. So this is again. I don't have uh, percentages. Any new recipes moving forward will be in percentages. These are old, so I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, eight pounds of U.S. two-row. Uh, did one pound of brown sugar and one pound of turbinado sugar. Uh, one pound of carafa three, half a pound of flaked oats, half a pound of coffee malt, and half a pound of roasted barley. Um, this is about a 6% uh, beer. Uh, OG was about 1066. Uh, probably about 1070, I think. Um, but yeah. Then I, uh, then after fermentation was pretty much done, I took some oak cubes, soaked them in some rum, and then threw them in there and let it sit on there for a bit. So Let them rip. Let them rip. Uh, so Tropical Stout is a very dark, sweet, fruity, moderately strong ale with smooth, roasty flavors without a burnt harshness. Um, so the aroma, we're looking for some sweetness. Uh, moderate to high intensity with sweetness. Roasted grain aromas, moderate to high, can have a coffee or chocolate notes. Fruitiness, uh, medium to high, may have a molasses, licorice, dried fruit, and or vinous aromatics. Um, yeah. Low to no uh, hop aroma. I get like, uh, like a ripe banana. Yep. Uh, yeah, there's definitely, um... Well, there's like a cocoa too on the yep. nose, and then definitely there it's kind of boozy. I, I was trying to find the link, so I didn't. Oh shit! Here it is. <laughs> well, I think I had. <clears throat> I needed to like. Oh, read refresh it. Refresh, and I'm like, where is it? So I I was scrambling, and so I did not catch what the ABV is. Uh, it's probably about six and a half. Okay. If, like I don't. Yeah. I don't have the numbers right in front of me. It's not Just like overpowering, but there's definitely. And that it's probably uh, a product of all of the sugar that was added. Yeah, and it's uh, it's real fruity. <laughs> it is. What was the yeast strain? Uh, I suppose we'll get to that later. Well, but. yeah, no, the yeast strain that we used was uh, California Lager. Interesting. Yep. But at a, I'm assuming at an uncontrolled temp. Yep. Wow. Fascinating. Yeah. Uh, so this beer, uh, when we brewed it before without the oak, we called it Tropical Paradox mm. because it was a, it, we called it the perfect summer stout. Uh, because it was light, refreshing. Man, it's all that sugar and wow, that is sweet. <laughs> it's very sweet. No, it's it's definitely very sweet. Um, but I don't find it cloying. Uh, like it seems like a lot of the uh, well, all right. So aroma, aroma wise, yeah, it's uh, a lot of chocolate, a lot of fruit. So let's see. Yeah, I find get the thing up here and see. Yep, yep, flaked. Oh, it's interesting. Okay, that yeah. Oh, coffee malt. That is what I'm. Okay, coffee malt <laughs> and roasted barley. Because there's man, that is interesting. There's another one with a lot of like layers to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're drinking it uh, on the warm side. It's probably forty-five degrees. I'd say. I'd prefer it. Yeah. Um, a lot of molasses, a lot of rummy characters. I could use a little more carbonation, but I suppose it's yep. bottle conditioned. Yeah, but it's it's better than what they have been. But yeah, I could use cool. just a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and yeah, still fairly fairly youngish. Uh, I think I bottled this. I don't know, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So interesting. It'll be interesting to see what it does as it yeah as it kind of mellows out. Um, as far as the oak, I don't know if I left it on the oak long enough. I'm not getting a ton of like that oak vanilla tannin. 
Yeah, I would agree. And I, I think with that, <clears throat> with that, there is more dryness, even, even in this, even with the sweetness, it'd still probably be a little bit like you're saying, dry or tannic. Yep. Um, has another, another interesting one. But you went with the dehusked carafa, it looks like? Yes. Yep. That makes sense, given the coffee malt and the roasted barley. Yeah, we were going for, uh, we wanted some of like that, that roasty astringency, but we didn't want a ton. Yeah. Um, and we wanted the color to just be black. Yep. <laughs> and it is. Yeah, no, there's, you know, brew cam's not on, but you you wouldn't. Yeah, no, with the patented beer light, no light escapes. No. <laughs> <laughs> it goes into the dark hole and or never comes beer out. Beer light, are you feeling all right? Oh, you're good? All right. All right. This is a really dark beer. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, the turbinado sugar, 1.5 pounds of that. And so we split the turbinado uh, with brown sugar. And then to did, finish at ten twenty, then uh, probably yeah. Probably. Again, I, I don't have my numbers in front of me. Got it. I lost that sheet of paper. <laughs> <laughs> it was eighty styles, man. Leave yeah. me alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere. Carlos used it to do homework on the back of it. Right, probably. <laughs> I hope you're listening, Carlos. <laughs> we know what you did. <laughs> I don't. I I like it. I think it turned out pretty good. There's yeah. some cha- there's some things I'd change with it, like a little less sweet next time. Yeah. I think this one is a lot sweeter than our previous batch. Yeah. But that's about my only gripe is that and the little carb, but yeah. it's definitely got some some cool layers to it. It's it's such an interesting like I don't know style of beer, like because it's you know that like that warm fermented. It's supposed to like be you know like the Jamaica stouts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Tropical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tropical. All right. Well, should we talk about some hops? Eh? Yes. Should we try some Space Force where we're talking about some hops? Eh? Yes, because this does have a biotransformation in it. All right. Uh, there's yours. I got to be careful. I got to do some driving after the show. So, where are you going? Uh, I got to go to Uptown. Well, oh. So after DOO? Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna nurse this space force and hopefully get it through a show and a half. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. I'm still drinking mine. I'll get to it in a minute. Or well, I'll just drink it from the fucking can. Who cares? I'm still I'm being a slow poke with this tropical stuff. Oh, that's fine. Oh, okay. And there's an empty if you if you don't want to drink it, there's an empty glass there that you can pour it into. And then not drink it. Not drink it, yeah. My feelings aren't hurt. Good, good. <laughs> pish, pish posh. Pish posh. All right, so we are drinking, uh, we do not have beer cam today. We so, do not have beer cam. Which is fine, but we are drinking uh, Space Force. Space Force. Hop and Barrel, uh, Hudson, Wisconsin. The only legitimate Space Force. Yeah, actu- uh, actually. Um, <clears throat> it is, it is a... Uh, on its way to being trademarked and I think I already mentioned it one time but we had to send a bunch of cease and desist letters over this or rather, yeah we talked about that last week the lawyer did but um, yeah so this one has a biotransformation hop in it which is just simply and I know we've been teasing at this for like four episodes or three or two or something but it's basically um, you <clears throat> at the beers high croizen, um like when the, the croizen like, you know, about 24 hours into fermentation, you uh, degas the tank, open it up, and dry hop. 
Uh, I always say yeast are not picky eaters. Um, and you know, the, whatever they usually, whatever they can get their hands on, they try to process it somehow. Uh, so this is simply, there's a couple, a couple different <clears throat> ways to look at it. And it's, uh, I think linalool and there's one other one, which I'll scroll around and try to find here in a second. But linalool is the one like hops that are high in it are good for biotransformation. So um, I've used Simcoe and I've used uh, Mosaic, okay. uh, but never a combination of the two. So um, you, you, there are other ones that, I mean, you know, you look into the hop, the characteristics of the hop in the, and, you know, and see which they're higher essential oils are in. And usually anything with linalool will work. And I, I challenge you to try some different combinations. Um, so, yeah, that's just a nutshell. But Casey, if you want to expand on that, this yeah. is seriously, this is like beer, like level 301 type of material. This is no like 100 level 101. No, this is, yeah, this is like, this is Hobbs masterclass. Yeah. <laughs> so much so that everyone's still scratching their head a little bit yeah. as to what exactly changes, what what are the exact reactions that are happening. Uh, one of the best, uh, like, uh, I guess, succinct uh, descriptions I found uh, was in from BYO magazine. Uh, biotransformations of hop compounds in beer can occur in two forms. The first is a fairly straightforward uh, when one compound is transformed into another. An example of this would be the transformation from Ger- geraniol, 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 sure, geraniol. Yeah, to uh, beta citronellol. Uh, the second biotransformation is the hyd- hydrolysis of the Glycosides. Uh, glycosides, yep, that's it, uh, Where, uh, which were introduced earlier. Certain yeast strains have shown the ability to transform non-aromatic uh, glycosides into aromatic uh, terpenoids. Uh, Shellhammer and Wolf uh, found that certain aromatic terpenoids increased uh, their concentration over time and presence of yeast. This may just be one reason people find bottle-conditioned or unfiltered beer to be superior to filtered beer. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, that uh, at a glance, I mean, that is succinct, but at a glance, it still sounds. No, no, at, at, like, well, it sounds it's, like a bunch of gobbledygook. Yeah, well, biotransformation <laughs> is gobbledygook. Like, yeah. in layman's terms, it uh, is yeast eating something in the essential oils to make new thing. Maybe that's like asparagus pee. You know, like we process it. That could be. <laughs> they are, they're a cell, you know, organism. And, you know, it's, it's funny that, you know, that you feed the yeast oxygen at first grow, you know, their, their colonies and everywhere else in beer, it's like no oxygen, no oxygen. Yeah. Not good. No, it's, yeah, it's like, it, it's, yeah, no, it sounds like gobbledygook and that's just because of like the, the, the hard names for the compounds. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this does, it does bear more unpacking and explanation. Like what, what in the hell glycosides are. So I don't know. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we could, we might be able to tie or uh, expand on some of that. Sure. Um, glycoside. What is a glycoside? Uh, so glycoside is a compound formed from a simple sugar uh, and another compound by replacement of a hydroxyl group in the sugar molecule. Many drugs and poisons derived from plants are glycosides. Drugs and poison. Hell yeah. Yeah. Live fast, die young. <laughs> Like a sign. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, But yeah, so I don't know. It in uh, 
considering it's it's still not something you hear very often in the homebrew community, uh, or at least I don't. Um, I, I'm assuming it, you you can, like I said, look this up with your hops, but uh, like geraniol, linalool, myrcene, uh, caryophyllene, and humulene are all uh, specific to uh, transformation. Those three uh, <coughs> essential oil compounds? Yeah, those four. Or four? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, and then, like, a lot of the stuff I saw, like, while we're doing research with this, was uh, a lot of homebrewers, like, being like, what should my hop schedule for biotransformation be? And I think that's a pretty simple answer, is when your crowd, like, when your yeast is at its most active, right? That's when you want to... Yeah, I, I guess there's there's two ways... I mean, you can. <clears throat> it might be a smarter idea to uh, put them in, not at total high croissant, Maybe when there's still some oxygen present and the uh, the sterile synthesis synthesis is still going on. Like, and by that I mean the yeast is still processing the oxygen in order to grow the the colony. Um, so I don't know. I mean, give it a sh- give it a shot. Give it an experiment. I know that timing for us is roughly twenty four hours, and it's for us. Yeah, we look at the peak act. You know, the activation in the in the bucket that we use for the, the blow off tube, and it's not like homebrew where you can kind of well, you not kind of see it. You can see it <laughs> where you're if you're using you know glass vessels <clears throat> or plastic vessels, or you know you got a lid on it with a bucket, and you can see the the airlock going. Um, but uh, yeah, so we have to kind of, you know, just check, just check on it and see when it starts going, and then yeah. So once, so basically, once you start to see very high yeast activity is when you want, yeah. like before mm-hmm. high croissant, and as it's like still ramping up. Yeah, that's a good. I would probably be your, your best way to get, that, you know, when you open the tank to get rid of the excess oxygen because it'll still start, it'll still be processing oxygen, and if you introduce more, it'll it'll help with that. I think. Okay. Um, and so the reason that you do bio biotransformation, like that's, uh, that's more of the, the interesting bit, I think, or at least the, the, uh, the more important bit is why do this? Why worry about it at all? Uh, and it's because, because these compounds in your hops are changing, you're going to get different flavors and profiles out of them, right? Yep. Different flavor and aroma. Um, both, uh, <clears throat> and then also from time to time, um, color difference, uh, in the actual beer. So if you did, you know, two versions of it, of the same IPA, one with a bio and one without you, you'd very much would notice a color difference as well. Okay. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, I just know that. <laughs> so, uh, brew, uh, brewlosophy has a very good, uh, side by side comparison, of two beers, one that they uh, when when that they did biotransfer, they they like hopped at you know Croizen at High Croizen, and one that they uh, did like a standard you know dry hop on, waited for everything to kind of fall out, and then dry hopped. Cool. Um, and there is definitely a color difference and yeah. a clarity difference. Yep, the uh, biotransformation will cause a permanent haze. I mean, the one we're drinking right now, you know, it's not it's not murky, but it's. Uh, Definitely got a permanent haze to it, mm-hmm. um, so that's one one by one byproduct. 
uh, of one that. Bio product. One bio product. Brewer pun. We are fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, um, yeah, where were we? So yeah, their color difference. Um, but yeah, brew philosophy. I mean, if you guys are into home brewing at all, and you don't uh, look at uh, brew philosophy, you're missing out. Uh, Marshall yep. Shot is a. Uh, it does a lot of good work. Yeah, they they do a lot of uh, experiments. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, and so the results of this one I found found really interesting. Uh, go and read the entire article. Uh, it's it's really good, and he goes through the process. But uh, he did like for for their for their ta- taste test, they always do a triangle test. Which, for those of you who don't know, a triangle test is where two of the samples are the same beer and one is different. And uh, they they did a triangle test with 28 different people of varying level of beer experience. And of those 28, only 11 were accurately able to identify the unique sample between the dry hopped and the uh, like the, the bio transformation. Beer. It's not even 50 percent. Nope. Yeah. So his like so they concluded that while there is a like there is a slight color difference and slight haze difference and there might be a slight flavor difference. At the homebrew level, it's really hard to tell. I mean, <clears throat> that might be one of those things where it's like, oh, you know, the person's describing the beer and they're saying, oh, I get, you know, vanilla and orange mm-hmm. rind. And and then they're like, oh, OK, I see what you mean, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And it's well, And so, like, the the interesting bit is that they like they weren't able to pick out the which one was different. Like, so it's not even a. Like a descriptor issue, right? It's just you—you you can't. Like it was very hard to tell. Interesting. I don't know. I swear I can always tell, but but again, that you know maybe that is because it, you know it, it says it says it, it says on the, it on the can, the, you know can. <laughs> uh, which yeah, we had to. So let's see. If you look at the back of this can, yep, pleasantly strong. So multi sweet, pleasantly strong, and bitter enough to know you're drinking beer, not fruit juice. Is the description on this? Um, the feds made us take out the word strong. Apparently, you can't describe a beer as strong. And so I'm like, well, what? What if we did a strong ale? Like how? You know, you can't call it strong. Nope, can't say strong. Strong in the. And I don't know. They always want to mess with you. Like we we on the back of the Zorro Rojo, our uh, red lager. Uh, our Vienna Lager, <clears throat> we put buy the ticket, take the ride, and they didn't like that. They wanted that gone. So what? Yeah, yeah I don't know. <clears throat> Jesus, it's, it seems pretty arbitrary, but I don't know. It seems, yeah. I, I can't believe you can't have, well, yeah, the words, like, yeah. I, I, it's, I'm like, I'm thinking back to all the beers that I've had, yeah. and I'm like, I could have sworn I had one that had strong in it. Right. Exactly. Like, so, uh, I mean, if you really wanted to make a case out of it, you could kick it to the, you know, we use hop lawyers uh, like Elliot Ginsberg. Uh, it's kind of a lot of people use them. But in any case, um, you could probably make the argument that, you know, no, that's BS. But yeah. Is it worth it? No, nah, just change the words. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just it's one of those things that makes you stop and go, huh. Hmm. All right, so, uh, yeah, so the reason you would want to do this is, again, uh, you get those different flavors. Uh, if you're doing the New England IPA, it's, how, it's, it's, it's how, yeah, it's part of how they get the haze 
Don't put fucking flour in your beer to get it hazy. You know what would work is you could you know what you could do is go to the grocery store and get like the haziest possible <clears throat> apple juice that you can find and just dump it in. That'll, just all those like pectin yeah. enzymes or whatever, yeah. and that helps. Or you can just whip a bunch of flour in. Don't do that. <laughs> also, don't do the apple juice thing either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about a German chocolate cake? Just a fucking cake? Yeah, Inbound did that. They had, just, they had all these pictures of them just whipping a cake into the fucking brew kettle. <laughs> so, I don't know. Wasn't there, like, uh, Modest did a pizza? They threw a bunch of fucking pizza into the kettle? And, and some I brewery threw burgers me. and fries into the kettle. Like, if he, like brewers have put <laughs> so much random shit into the kettles. Like, there was a, there was one in Colorado that did, like, a Rocky Mountain Oyster Stout. Oh, God. You and know it, what that is. Yeah, yeah. So they just put a bunch of bull testicles in the kettle. Like, oh, my God. Like, oh. It's... They're, they, they, you guys would keep trying to fucking outdo each other. Yeah, man. I don't know. Well, I guess the, as wild as I've ever gotten is we did an oyster stout at Inbound, too. That oyster stouts are good. Though. Yeah, it was like curiously good. It it's, had the, this like, um, like briny, yeah, yeah. saline, this it's, like it's, salinity to yeah, it. Yeah, it it's really, it's, it's like the ocean. Yeah, it was crazy. I yeah, enjoyed it. I drink a lot of it. They're like, it's, it, they're <laughs> really good. <clears throat> Having an issue? Eh? Yeah, I don't know what the hell is wrong with my f- face today. My uh-huh. throat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with my face. It I'm keeps a heavy coughing. smoker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Marge Simpson's sisters. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke while you're doing it. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, so that's that's really bi- uh, biotransformation in a nutshell. Is there any, uh, like, as this is kind of our wrap-up of the hop, discussion is there anything that you think we should have touched on that we didn't oh man i I know. I know like we we've hit on different things throughout this and i'm sure we'll come back um yeah i mean i don't know i uh, i think we did a pretty good like not too deep dive and, and okay you know if people have uh questions or you know want to know stuff just you know kick us an email and uh uh we will get yeah, yeah and we'll talk about like Definitely. Yeah, no, I mean, if there's specific stuff that you guys want to know and it's in-depth enough where we can do, like, an entire episode on it, we love that shit. Like, it just helps us, you know, get you guys some content. Um, so, if we're kind of wrapped up with that, my brother texted me. Uh, like, he's been he's been uh, talking to me back and forth a little bit, and he's like, hey, man, you should brew beer for my wedding. And I'm uh. like, oh, no. Like, all right, fine. I'll make like one. You get one, and because I can now, I can brew it multiple times. Make sure I can get it okay, yeah. and be fine with it. He's like, you get one. He's like, I want a peanut butter porter. Oh boy, I know. <clears throat> Do you have any idea how to fucking put peanut butter in a beer? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Uh, there is a product called PB Two. Okay. It is dehydrated yep. peanut butter. I've used it in shakes and stuff. Yep. You can get it on Amazon. It works great. Um, oh really? Okay. I would say that uh, you could also use uh, Amaretti makes a couple different peanut extracts um, that could you could use, or um, and then. I'm trying to think. There's a third thing, but it's uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, that those are the two routes. But okay, yeah, there's PB2 stuff. When we made the peanut butter, whatever the uh, Valentine's beer back in the day uh, at um, 
American Sky, we use PB2. Okay. Uh, was that something that you put in the boil or uh, like dry peanut buttered? I or? think that was a secondary okay. situation. You just dry peanut butter that beer. Like, yeah, I believe so. Did it did it completely destroy head retention? It was not the best, but I mean, as it's dehydrated, like the the oil the content are, is okay. less. But yeah, I mean, I again, we talked last week about fucking with chit malt. Yeah. So I would I would probably get some some foam positive type of malt going in there. Really, really go for yeah, like. A beer that would be all head. And yeah. Then, <laughs> I want a six inch head. <laughs> just a little bit of beer in the bottom. I want to wear foam on my face. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. No, like that seems to be the big thing is the peanut butter porter now. Man, I know that uh, Dangerous Man sells a shitload. Well, I, well, and theirs was the first one I tried. And the first one I had really heard of was their peanut butter porter. And now it seems like fucking everybody mm-hmm. has one. And they're all different. Oh, my God, yeah. And you ask, well, it's one of those things. You ask five brewers, you can get five different answers on yeah. how to put the peanut butter in the thing. PB2 was, uh, or yeah, uh, was one of those that I had always kind of heard of as one of the easiest ways of doing it. Um, I've heard some people, like, actually use, you know, like a jar of peanut butter. Nope. In their beer. That just seems like a good way to get a shit ton of oil in Don't your beer. Don't do it. Um, yeah, like, cause yeah, uh, when you do peanut butter, the oils will just destroy any head retention you have. And correct me if I'm wrong, but wouldn't you get almost like a slickness from it too? Yeah. I wonder, I don't know. I, I, I want, now I'm, now I'm all curious about it. I, I can't remember. I honestly can't remember if we put, put the PB2 in at flame out or, uh, it did make sense. But I know when I've done cocoa powder, I've just whipped it into the bright tank. Oh, really? Yeah. Instead of, like, boiling it or anything? Mm-hmm. just So I wonder if we did the PB2 at Flame Out and then whipped cocoa in are there. Are you worried? So when you're doing something like that, are you worried about uh, contamination at nah. all? No? No, that's what hops are for. <laughs> 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 right? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but... <laughs> no, 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 just throw it in there. Just throw it in. It's, about, it's beer. Yeah, just it's spit it in there, too. It'll only help. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that's that's the secret. Yeah, it's like it's it's, it's brewer spit. You buy is. a can of you can buy that by the can. <laughs> <laughs> was it uh, fucking uh, dogfish head made the like the, the chicha? Chew, yeah, the chicha. The enzymes were converting that the corn. Yeah, yeah, the the, the spit corn beer. Uh-huh. They were mashing it in their in their mouths. Yeah, that was uh, that was on their like uh, their their brewing TV show or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, that was nasty. Well, like, it gets boiled. I know, but it's still like <laughs> all the fucking employees are just munching on corn and spitting into a bucket all week. Ew. Well, I mean, they had to, it's funny, they had to test each person's mouth to see who had the most active enzyme quality in their spit. Yeah. And so is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Like, <laughs> fucking Gary has the most enzymes. He's got good enzymes <laughs> in his mouth. Gary, what, what are you doing? Don't worry about me. He's like, I've never brushed these teeth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All righty. Trying to like, this is weird. We're at like 35 minutes. Usually we're hitting like an hour and 35 minutes. Huh. Yeah. No, you're right. <clears throat> I don't know. I think we're good, though. Are we just, are we just off our game this week? Uh, I don't know. 
I didn't. I didn't come preloaded with enough anecdotes. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> you didn't have an, an exciting week this week. <laughs> nope. All right. Yeah. So we can wrap up then. Sure. That makes sense to me. Let's see if I can find this uh, music. Push a button. I push the button. Now I gotta move a slider too. Alright guys, uh, thanks for tuning in this week. If you'd like to support us, head over to patreon.com slash blindstudios. Become a patron today. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>